Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Do you confiscate your kids' chocolate and then eat it for yourself? Hide in the laundry just to get five minutes of peace and quiet away from your bratty children. Mum, where are you? Do you love your kids but also kind of loathe them at the same time? Mummy! Well, then you, my friend, are a flawsome parent, which means you're in the right place. You're listening to Flawsome, the podcast for parents who are doing the very best they can. It's a safe place for all parents to share the stories they're not proud of, but maybe actually are just a little bit. My name is Amy Sinclair. I'm the editor of New Idea Food and the mum of three kids. And joining me this week and every week is the beautiful Michelle Conley. Oh, thank you. The editor of Practical Parenting and mother of two kids. Every week we're going to be using this podcast as a safe space to talk about all the little bits of joys, cough, cough, and frustration and love that parenting has to offer and a lot of wine. Mm, Wine. (laughs) Coming up today, is it ever a good idea to check your partner's phone? And the dose and drop at school, is it really worth it? But first, we received a question via the Flawson Mum Facebook page this week. If you haven't liked it yet, you really need to get onto that. Right, Mishy? Oh, get onto it right now. Now, our good friend Kylie says to me, or says to us, Mishy, my 11-year-old son often comes home from school and he hasn't eaten his Vegemite sandwich. Is it acceptable for me to send him back to school the next day with that sandwich or do I have to make a new one? Kylie, can I just say welcome to the Flawsom. You're among, you're one of our people. You're amongst (laughs) friends. We love you. We welcome you with open arms. Oh, Kylie. Kylie, now, Mishy, you're a bit of a a stickler for your lunchbox, aren't you? You have a very strict regime with your lunchbox. What do you say to Kylie? To be honest, when I first read that, I knew where she was going with that (laughs) sentence and I may have done a little bit of a vomit. I don't like people that repack, resend. It's okay if it's a seal packet of chips or something, but honestly, it's a sandwich. It's been in a bag. It's a warm day. Um, no, stop, oh. stop. But Misha, if it's like a cold day, let's talk about winter, right? It's winter. Mm-hmm. It's you know ten degrees, fifteen degrees mm-hmm. out, and it's gently, beautifully packed away in a lunchbox. Is it all right? I mean, it's nothing perishable in there. A bit of Vegemite. Bit of bread wrapped up in plastic. It's, it's not too bad. It could be worse. Okay. I'm just going to say I would not. Um, my husband would. Um, well, I was going to say my my family, I am the, the, the chief lunchbox packer yeah. in our family. You'd be horrified to know. My husband, Jimmy, does not do lunches. One of the big reasons for that is he's a cereal repackager. Now... Obviously, I mean, I've been married to Jimmy for a very long time, 20 years now, Michelle. You got married when you were 12. Yeah, less for murder, I'll tell you. The one thing that Jimmy and I always fight about is his attitude towards food. He doesn't believe in use-by dates. He doesn't believe in proper refrigeration. He tends to kind of, you know, him and a Coles hot chalk is, (laughs) it's like watching a, a, a wolf 
take apart a, a tiny baby squirrel. You know, it's really quite <laughs> full on. And, and he can get a good eight days out of that Coles oh. chocolate shell. Yuck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But he is, uh, he's been taken off lunchbox duty because I've gone in and I've seen some very questionable things, Michelle. Jimmy. I've seen some, some chopped cucumber with a gentle slime around them. <laughs> gone one too many days of being repackaged. I don't know how my children haven't come home with gastro. Yeah, what did you have for lunch? Well, Dad packed it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get Jimmy on the line. I'm going to grill him on his repackaging criteria. He's going to he's going to deny it. He's a bit of a shy boy, but when it comes down to it, he's uh, he he shouldn't be allowed near a lunchbox. I want answers. (laughs) He should be accountable for this. This is terrible. This is like today, tonight. We're doing a formal investigations on Jimmy. Expose. Let's get him on the line. Jimmy, can I ask you something, Jimmy? I pack food in the morning, right? I put it into a lunchbox. If they bring it home and it hasn't been eaten, do you recycle it for the next day? I did today. (laughs) It was chips, chips in a sealed bag. You give them the taste test, they still crack, they still crack, (laughs) then you move on. What about like, it's cucumber, chopped cucumber in a bag? no. Uh, no, I have I have standards. Oh, you're a liar! No, you're a liar! No, and... no. I, I, I wouldn't eat bloody old cucumber. No. <laughs> I, I draw the line at, at old cucumber. What are your lines in the sand when it comes to food, Jimmy? Oh. <laughs> Two month old yogurt. I have lines. They're what? just a Mold? lot further down the track than yours. What about a ham sandwich? Yes. You bring it home. You'd eat it that night, wouldn't you? No. Oh, you, uh, yeah, you would. He's so lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depends on what's in it, really. Like. All right, Jimmy, we're going to love you and leave you. Okay, have fun. Bye. Miss, she can I ask you a question. Anything. Would you rather your husband, whose name is Jim, my husband's name is Jimmy, that's going to get confusing for people, isn't it? Well, we can call him James if you'd like, but I do no, call, him call him Jim. Jim. It works better if you scream it like, Jim, like that. <laughs> I could just call Jimmy, my God. Oh, my God. My God. <laughs> Let me ask you, would you rather yeah. that Jim left you for another woman or another man? Okay. If the woman was attractive, no. If it was a hot man, yes. <laughs> so a man, basically. A man. I'm with you and I have – It has to be a very attractive man but slightly effeminate. Well, I can't say so, – so last week I had an, an incident with Jimmy mm. – You've met Jimmy's best friend, Dan, haven't you? I have had the pleasure of meeting young Dan. Jimmy and Dan are very tight. They talk Mm. for hours every day on the phone. They've been away three times together this month. Let's just put that in there. It's a deep-seated love affair, right, that they have. And we always joke about it. I always say, you know, it's good that you two are keeping the romance alive when they go out for their date nights and everything. So I'm I'm very supportive of their, their, their love for one another. But... I got a bit of a, you know, a taste of my own medicine. I probably pushed it a bit far that they went out and they had a big night a few weeks ago and they came back and Jimmy uh, passed out and his phone kept on beeping with text messages. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Who's texting you with this? Mm. I mean, I don't really approve of going through your husband's phone, but on this one occasion, yeah. I did. Actually, I don't mind at all. So I, I look and it's like Dan texting nonstop, right? And I'm like, what the hell's going mm. on? So I pull up the phone and uh, there's like literally 12 text messages from Dan Mm. and I start looking through them and it's all like, 
you know what? It's one night together. Why can't we give each other just one night? One night of passion. That's all I'm asking for. Then the next text message is like, I know people will be shocked, but you know, they don't have to know. We can keep it our secret. I don't want, I don't want anyone to find out. And then the next one was like, is it so bad that I want you? Like, I just, so I was fully going, Oh my God, they are actually getting it on. Like, all these jokes I've been making for for years and it's real. Like Jimmy and Dan, I was up all night, right? The the, the texts were very graphic. I'm going to be very honest. They were very, very graphic. And I spent the night, at first I was really, really shocked, then kind of thinking, well, this is insane. And then I was kind of like, well, you know, like we're just going to make this work, you know. like, And I was – I think if I'd found another woman's text message, I wouldn't have been as calm as I was about finding out about Dan and Jimmy's secret sex life, Dan's sexual desires for my husband. So I I spent the night sort of plotting how our lives would work, that, you know, we would do this with the kids, that he could go and live with Dan and we could do this, we could do that. The next day I kind of woke up and I said, you know, we, I got the kids sort of settled and I took Jimmy away and I said, look, I've got a confession to make. And he said, yeah. And I said, I went through your phone last night and I saw these messages from Dan. And he was like, what messages? And I said, well, he was, have a read. I said, he mm. basically was saying that he wants to be with you and that he wants to have sex with you and he can't <laughs> hold back his desire anymore. And Jimmy was like, what the actual hell are you talking about? And I'm like, read it, read it. So he starts reading it and he starts laughing and he said, did you read all the text messages? And I said, well, no, I stopped right around, you know, this is what I want to do to... I need to have you now. Yeah, when we we started talking about your um, your gherkin and the graphic things that Dan wanted to do to your gherkin, I I, I cut that off. And so he said, "Have have a look back. Start at the beginning and have a look at the very first text. Sure enough, it's a text message that Dan said, oh, my God, I have to send you these text messages that this girl's sending me from the office. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, you know, a love won't blossom one day for Jimmy and Dan. I still mm. think that there is a fire there that they need to ignite or put out. <laughs> but I'm just going to let them live each day at a time. So to mm. Jimmy and Dan. Wine and wine. Do you like what I did there? I love wine and I love whining. It's a marriage made in heaven. I've got a cracked open a bottle of, of Chablis for us. Yep, yep. Moselle. And we are, um, I've got five questions. I want you to be very honest with me. All right. Feel free to have a whinge along the way. All right. I can try. All I can do is try. Have you ever done the dose and drop at daycare? That, of course, kids is where, so, you know, your kid's a bit sick. Not full on sick, like not sick enough to just a stay. Little just bit. a little bit just sick. Just a little bit. A little bit of a fever, a little bit sniffly or something. A bit of a sore tooth. Yeah, you're, you're popping a bit of Nurofen or Panadol, mm. maybe a bit of Dynatap, mm. just before you, you drop them off at daycare <laughs> and then you hope for the best that you don't get the call up. I mean, it's a deplorable behaviour, but have you ever done it? <laughs> Look, I haven't, but my husband has. The only reason that I don't is because we've given authorization for the daycare to give my child paracetamol, Panadol, sorry. Um, husband's English, so he speaks a different language. Sorry. So oh, poor he, you. <laughs> I know, I know. He doesn't say Panadol, he says paracetamol. But no, he has done the dose and drop. I have not just because I'm worried that they'll give her an overdose and that she could actually die. But no, my husband quite does it quite often. Yeah, I, I, I he have does to it, say he I'm does it quite often. Oh, I thought she was a bit grisly, so I just gave her some paracetamol. 
you know, oh, she's teething, so I gave her some Nurofen. So, no, he does it. He does it, but he tells me, like, the day later. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done it, and I've certainly done it because once I got caught out mm. that my son, Gus, was at daycare and they uh, called me and they said, oh, he's got just a tiny bit of a fever. Do you want us to give him some Panadol? Oh, and I no. said, oh, that'd be, that'd be great, thanks. Yeah. I went to pick him up and because – He'd be off his face. no. They, they had a rule there that if they give them Panadol, they're not allowed to go back for two 24 days. hours, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had to, um, you know, I, I had to keep my eyes like, Jokes well, I'm, on you. Yeah, I'm not falling for that again. Jokes on you, buddy. <laughs> Robin, <laughs> I'm not falling for that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a regular dose and dropper, but obviously not if they're sick sick, but if they're just, oh, no. just a niggling thing. It's just a little, if they're just a little bit under the weather Like if you think something. that their arm might be broken and it's swelling up, just give them a bit of Nurofen and see how it yeah, goes. Yeah. I'm kidding. Kidding. All right. <laughs> Have you ever addressed your family in coordinating outfits? Not deliberately. <laughs> I have. Haven't you? No. Really? Never. I'm, I'm just not that kind of person. <laughs> I apparently am. <laughs> I've done blue themes. We oh. all sort of do a coordinating blue. I once bought my daughter and I matching caftans. Oh. I see. I think that's very, very sweet. I do like that. But I don't oh. really like the whole let's put on white cotton linen shirts and roll the sleeves up. You should up give it a go. That's all I'm saying. No judgment, just love and respect. A nice, okay? a nice pair of chinos. Question number three, what's the most petty thing you've done to your husband to get back at him after a fight? This is actually a really big secret and I've, <laughs> I've never told him this. Oh, my God, really? Ever. So, look, I am petty but I don't often do act on it. Years ago my husband put – just, he just shoves any old shit in the wash basket. Doesn't separate whatever. Just, you know, that's He's a fine. man. He's it's a, not no, your husband. Well, it's a genetic thing. They, I, I, that's see what it they as, I see it as a blatant act of disrespect. It? It's a blatant act of disrespect. <laughs> anyway, so he lumped just anything into the wash basket and I realised that he put this very expensive um, like woolen cashmere jumper oh, fancy. into the wash and I – the right side of me wanted him to put it to one side and give it a nice little hand wash and fix it up for him, but I didn't. I picked up the whole lot and I shoved it in the machine and I deliberately shrunk it to the size of about an eight-year-old boy and um, and that was to teach Jim's, him. Because Jim's a, 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 a I, think, you know. I think he's an XL. When we met, he might have been an M. <laughs> Fat shame him as well. <laughs> yeah, he did used to wear an M, but I think he's now an XL. But not not in a fat man shop, just at a standard gentleman shop. So he's he's not obese yet. Yeah, I've never done yeah. anything. I, I'm I'm going to have a confession that I sometimes do to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy always loses things. Like he's constantly like, "Have you seen my keys? Have you seen my wallet? Have you seen Dan? Have you seen?" <laughs> <laughs> He's in your gherkin. <laughs> right next to your gherkin. Have you seen this? Have you seen that? Like mm. uh, every four minutes. Sometimes when I'm a bit shitty with him, mm. sometimes or bit, sorry, when I'm a bit annoyed with him, mm. I'll um, I'll like find it, like and I'll put it somewhere where he, I know he's already looked. I'm gonna try <laughs> and that. Then I'll say, no, I say, it's right here yeah. next on your desk yeah. where you left it. He goes, oh, I, I thought I looked there. Oh, oh no. God, I must have. Oh. I do it. You need to look harder. Yeah. Have a proper look. Or if he says to me, where's this? And I'll say, it's in the garage on the shelf. Mm. And he'll go down and he'll look and I'll, it won't be, he'll say, it's not there. And I'll go down and it's certainly not there. And I'll say, and I'll go and get wherever it is and, and put, put it, it there. The and say, it was right there. 
No wonder he's running to the arms of Dan. I know, I know. Dan, save me. Have you ever done the school drop-off in your pyjamas? Yes. Me too. All the time, actually. No bra, Ugg boots, and yeah. I had to reach through the back and open up my son's door and yell at him to run. Get out! <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get out! Because he's so little, so I, he's, and he just started opening his own door. So I've actually gone into the school. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I've seen you dressed in your pyjamas and it's very glamorous. So oh, you, I could, you could mistake it as being like a nice leisure suit. So that's not, that's just, not strictly true. It's very kind of you. I actually quite like your pyjama wear. I do have an extensive range of You do. And they're all matching. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Flawsome. We'll be back next week for more real life stories and some more wine and wines. We always have time for more wine and wines. Always more wine and wines. If you want more real life stories, head over and check out our Practical Parenting page by following the links on our show notes and like Flawsome Mum on Facebook. If you liked this show, tell your friends about it, share it with your mother's group and remember to subscribe and leave us a review. I'm Amy Sinclair. I'm Michelle Connolly, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.